A reading of the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us, and do not subject us to the final test. And he said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend to whom he goes at midnight and says, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, for a friend of mine has arrived at my house from a journey, and I have nothing to offer him. And he says in reply from within, Do not bother me. The door has already been locked, and my children and I are already in bed. I cannot get up to give you anything. I tell you, if he does not get up to give the visitor the loaves because of their friendship, he will get up to give him whatever he needs because of his persistence. And I tell you, ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks the door will be opened. What father among you would hand his son a snake when he asks for a fish, or hand him a scorpion when he asks for an egg? If you then, who are wicked, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? The Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. As I said at the beginning of the liturgy, over the last few weeks, St. Luke has offered us a triptych, a three-sided look at what it means to live the Christian life. A couple of weeks ago, we learned through the parable of the Good Samaritan what it means to have a neighbor and to be a neighbor. Last week, the interaction between Jesus, Mary, and Martha taught us that one thing is needful, to rest in and intently listen to the Word of God incarnate. Now this week, our blessed Lord shows us through the Lord's Prayer how our bodies and hearts should be postured while in relationship with our Creator, You may have noticed during the reading of the Holy Gospel just a moment ago that St. Luke offers an abbreviated version of the Lord's Prayer in comparison with St. Matthew's, the, the full version of the Lord's Prayer that we commonly use in our daily lives and in the Mass. The essence of the Lord's Prayer in both versions, writes Dr. Peter Kreeft, is that we should pray for two things. First, for God's name to be hallowed, loved, and praised. And second, for our daily bread, 
That is for whatever God knows we need for today. Through these two petitions, hallowed be thy name, and give us this day our daily bread, we see that the Lord's Prayer is more than just a specific formula or recipe for prayer in general. It is that, but it's much more. Hallowing God's name and receiving daily bread is an invitation into the divine life. This prayer comes out of Christ's lived, prayerful life and experience. And what is even more wonderful about this prayer, about these two petitions, is that they promise to give us God Himself. Have you ever wondered why the celebrant invites the congregation to open their hands and hearts before we pray the Lord's Prayer and the Liturgy of the Sacrament? It isn't to give you a seventh-inning stretch after the sermon to wake you back up. No, it's to show you the posture of hollowing God's name and receiving daily bread. Open hands and an open heart are physical signs that you are ready to surrender and then receive. When we pray, hallowed be thy name, it's not as if our prayers are making the Lord's name holy. The Lord's name is holy in and of itself. What we're asking for when we pray this petition is that we would keep the Lord's name hallowed, holy. We're imploring God to help us keep his name set apart from everything else. Friends, may we always consider God a value so supreme that every other value simply falls away. This means that we cannot hollow God's name with hands tightly wound around the things of this world. God is not a supreme value when we lump him in with earthly things that we value, like power or money or control or gossip or lust. The list goes on and on, and even now you can think in your hearts and in your minds what your hands have a death grip on. As a friend taught me, our relationship with God is like a lifelong dance where the Lord leads. We cannot accept the outstretched hand of the Lord to dance when our hands are filled with things that only decay, when our hands are wrapped around the things that we holify above God. 
we must open our hands and surrender everything that we placed our ultimate value and trust in. Now, this is a hard thing to do because it means putting to death those things that give us a small taste of what we think comfort really is. I think most of us continue to take hold of earthly values because the unknown of what might fill our hands is terrifying, is frightening. I know it is for me. We have an irrational fear implanted in our hearts and minds by the great deceiver that if we ask our Heavenly Father for a fish, He will instead give us a snake. If we ask Him for an egg, He will give us a scorpion. If we ask for blessing, He will give us a curse. But it is not so. When we pray, when we open our hands and hearts and surrender to the Lord, we are given the one thing that is needful. The Lord says it today in our gospel. To those who ask, the Lord gives the Holy Spirit, the one who fills our hearts, animates our very being, and gives us incorruptible life. Only when we prayerfully open our hands and hearts and surrender, hollowing the name of the Lord, showing that He alone is the ultimate value, the ultimate good, can we receive the daily bread for which we ask. Now, daily in this context, of course, means that which we receive in time. Give us this day our daily bread. But it also has another sense. The Greek word used here, epiousios, you can use it at your next party to impress your friends, also connotates subsistence, that which supports our lives. Give us this day the bread of substance. Of course, this bread includes, as Luther lists in his small catechism, I'll try to do it in one breath, Food, drink, clothing, shoes, house, home, land, animals, money, goods, a devout husband or wife, devout children, devout workers, devout and faithful rulers, good government, good weather, peace, health, self-control, good reputation, good friends, faithful neighbors, and the like. All the daily bread that sustains our lives. Transcending all those things, though, is the substantial bread that cannot be destroyed and will not decay. All of those things that Luther lists are good for our daily life, and yet, at the end of the day, they too will fade away. When we pray that the Lord would give us daily bread, substantive bread, we beg that He would give us the bread from heaven, Christ himself, his very body and his very blood for our health and life and salvation. 
Our prayer becomes, Lord, our hands are open. Give us that one thing that is needful. It is the substantial bread from heaven that all our desires and needs and inner longings and aches are truly satisfied. I've been at this whole ministry thing for a year now. Seems like five years in the best way and 30 seconds in another way. And I can honestly say that my favorite part of ministry is celebrating the Mass, the Eucharist, and then distributing the Lord's precious body and blood to all of you. Because in that brief but beautiful moment, I get to witness your desires and needs being satisfied. No offense, but you all don't have great poker faces. I can see the ache and the longing and the struggle satisfied in the bread from heaven. I can see your sins forgiven, the weight lifted off your shoulders. I can see your body and soul being strengthened as Christ's body is placed into your open, empty hands. In that brief but beautiful moment, I get to see you living the Christian life in its purest form, Surrendering all you have to God to receive the Holy Spirit into your open heart and the Son of God into your open hands. If you've come to this place today, warned by the changes and chances of this life, grasping onto earthly things because you just feel as if the inner longing of your heart can never be satisfied, then come to this table and eat of the body of Christ, the true substantial bread from heaven. Open your heart and your hands and just give it all to the Lord. Leave it at this altar and don't take it back with you. The only thing that you should take with you today is the Lord himself in you, radiating from you. Let the Lord fill your needs and your desires and transform you, my friends. Let us pray. Lord, your name always is holy among us. Let it be so. May you be our supreme value above all else. Our hands are open, O Christ. Fill them with the bread from heaven. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. We stand now as...